millennials, yeah, we back at it again. Versus the world, you know that we gon' win. Right by my side, got my family and kin. Go, Kate. NW, man, this podcast is tough. Kate, I like Giannis, he keep it above. Millennials up and we ain't getting stuck. No, they ain't ready, you think we gon' stop? Maryland and DC, we got it on lock. Tune in, we live, and you know we the spot. Panels and parties, you know how we rock. Uh, millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. What up, what up, what up, man? It's Millennials vs. the World podcast, man. It's your boy K. Mims. The only spot you get authenticity and entertainment at the same time. So I got a super dope soul. She's been showing me major love on the brand. And every time I've ever actually showed major love, super dope music, super dope person. Such a vibe, man. Exhale, <laughs> T-A-O-P. Thank you so much for coming on to the pod, man. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. For sure, for sure. So before we get started, just... How's the pandemic been for you? How have you been switching back and forth? And, you know, the whole thing, before we get into the whole story, how's all those things been for you from the beginning all the way to now? Um, It's been interesting from, from an artist perspective. Um, that It was crazy because, you know, we were going from being super active, like lots of shows, lots of, you know, this, that, and the third to like nothing. Um, so I think from the artist perspective, that was crazy. From um, just my general perspective, it was interesting because, you know, I was working. So we started working from home. I had to, I have a son. So I had to do virtual. That was rough. I had to do virtual school. <laughs> yeah. Give you a real appreciation for the teachers, seriously. Um, but overall, as far as like with my life, everything was good. Um, I was able to stay active as an artist. Um, I feel like I I, I was shooting videos and stuff like that. Um, so I feel like it didn't stop me too much, but I know it affected a lot of people. All right, bet, bet. So for people that don't know, who is Exhale? Where does she come from? Where does she get that drive from? Your upbringing for people that don't know tell us where you from and who you are all right well exhale people always ask me where the name came from so i don't even know why i came well i know what it means to me i don't know what made me come up with exhale but um for me it's i'm a creative person um i i like exhale is like you know putting it out there for other people to take in that's what that means to me so that started for me with my creativity with like reading honestly um I read a lot I grew up in the country so I didn't I don't know I didn't have a lot to do so I was either playing outside or in like in the house reading um (laughs) and so I think the reading really started my creativity because I I would get into it and I would like start imagining stuff um and yeah I just like how descriptive books are I guess and so that's what made me start wanting to write or like tell stories I think like when I was little it was more like you know yeah telling stories or whatever um and then yeah like I said growing up in the country um I feel like my grandparents tried to cater towards like my creative nature I used to play the piano back in the day um I used to do photography like my grandpa bought me a camera like little stuff like that I think um helped cultivate me into an art like more of an artistic mindset um than anything and yeah that's pretty much dope 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 so i know a lot of create i know a lot of create a lot of people that's been creative their whole life you know what i'm saying like when did it switch over from like i'm just creative to like starting putting pencil to pad and like you know what i think i'm gonna really try to take a stab at this when did it kind of cross over for you to like just creativity to like actually turn into a, a artist or author and all those things um truly like it's been like two and a half years. I I started in 2019 as far as like putting myself out there as a music artist and like performing and stuff like that. Um, So I feel like it was a long road because I started, you know, being creative or even just with writing in general, that started in like middle school. So that was a lot, like, you know, a long time. Um, and I think, well, I had started doing music some, like, earlier than that, but then I had my son. Um, and I think that was good. I think it was good. Uh, at first, of course, you're like, oh, you have plans. And then, you know, you have a child, and it puts everything on hold. But I think it was good, because then when I was able to start in 2019, 
I had kind of like resurrounded myself with, you know, my creative friends and other friends that were already kind of on the music scene and stuff. Um, and I think all of that helped push me. And then just wanting to show my son, like, you know, you don't have to go about everything the I guess the typical way um, you, you can be creative and do something with it. And I think that was like a big motivating factor too. Oh. So why music? Why have all the things you could have did creatively? What what draw what drew you to music? What what made you be like, nah, this is where I'm gonna put it at? What what made you <laughs> like that? Yeah. Um, I mean, music hits different for me. I know everybody's art to them probably hit different, but for me, it's always just like writing in general, like I said, but then like music, um, I don't know. I think too, I used to, li I listened to so many different kinds of music growing up. Like for one, I was probably, I was older before I even like was allowed to listen to like rap and hip hop and stuff. So like I listened to everything else pretty much um, literally up until that point. And so I feel like it had a big effect. Music in general already had a huge, you know, impact on my life and just the feeling like the songs, you know, I listened to that I've been in love with since I was a teenager that'll make me cry like right yeah, yeah. now you know what I mean um yeah. so I think music just it just hits different like for sure. hey let's backtrack for a second though because I want to know this so like you started in 2019 what was it like actually getting on the scene because I see you like as I follow you through the progression I see you perform you know when you, you be performing you be out there going to get it what was the progression like starting to like getting on the stage actually performing like from beginning to end what was it like actually getting on the scene doing music um it was actually kind of hard for me because i was never like a in front of the crowd type of person like i've always been you know like i have a you know good personality like i'm a people person i guess um <laughs> but i've never been like a crowd like on stage like kind of yeah. person um so I mean, that's how I started though. The first thing I did was perform. Like I didn't put anything, you know, some people put music out first da, 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 or like say, hey, I'm an artist. Like I didn't, I just was hitting open mics with my friend though. Um, and like, she went out of town and for like three weeks. And so she was like, well, you can't stop performing. I guess I'm gonna go. And so I started doing it by myself. And I mean, it was hard on the inside um, sure. just because I knew how nervous I was, um, but I enjoyed it at the same time. And I got good positive feedback. So I was like, hey, we got to keep it pushing. I'm going to keep doing it. A lot of people are scared of that scene, though. Tap into what it was like to be on the open mic scene real quick. Like, what was that like? Just like, you know, a lot of it, it's hard to entertain people you don't know. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you feel me? So it's hard awkward. to work. Yeah, yeah. So what was it like being on that scene and winning those crowds over? Or what were those crowds like when you were doing it? Like, what were they like? Were they like, nah, I ain't feeling it? Was it like, oh, damn, she got it? Or what was it like winning those, like, mutual, I guess, like, neutral crowds over? Um, honestly, I feel like, I feel like it was good. My experience was good with open mics. I don't know, maybe I was going to, like, good open mics where I feel like the people there, you know, they're there to listen to people. Um. Sure. And I, I like, I honestly like that vibe. Um, and, you know, it depends on, you know, who's throwing the show or whatever. But mm -hmm. I honestly, the open mic, like I was going to Skewers. Um, that was like the first open mic I ever went to um, was at Skewers. And so, you know, everybody there, well, I don't know if you've been to that open mic, but everybody there is pretty just lit. It's a vibe, you know, yeah. you're just turning up with whoever's on stage. So that was yeah. really my first experience. Um, and then after that, I started with Carolina Waves. Yeah. Um, and I feel like with that crowd too, it was, it was just supportive. So, I mean, I don't know if I would have just got up there and completely bombed yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like it went good and it honestly helped me. Um, it helped me because there are some crowds where I go to shows now, like more like trap type vibe or whatever. And those people just like are completely uninterested. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So I think that I honestly think the open mic community is like more supportive and just open to hearing everybody's art for real. For sure. And another thing, I think your sound is dope. Your, your sound, like the way you could actually, the way you actually rap and then your actual lyrics have meaning behind them and they're actually like speaking on something. Was that something you had to work towards? Somebody kind of coach you on? Is that from the jump? You always had that like, nah, this is the vibe I'm gonna go with because that's, that's who I am. Or like, was somebody like, nah, you go here 
and you had to perfect it. Do you understand what um, I mean? Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. you. Honestly, that's just how I've always been. Um, oh. And I think it, like I said, just with my writing style in general, because I used to love, well, not used to, but because I love reading so much. For sure. Um, and because I started with poetry, but I now started with poetry really more so because of school. So it's like the type of poetry I was reading to. Um, it was deep, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. we were reading like, you know, Maya Angelou and Langston Hughes and Robert Frost and like stuff like that. Sure. So I think I just started deep. And the hip hop that I liked or was like really into um, back then was more like, the Fuji's Tribe Called Quest, you know, yeah. Andre oh. 2000 type vibes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think I just, that's what influenced me to just start writing raps in general. Uh, and like Kendrick Lamar was, you know, that's what he, he blew up when I was in high school. So sure. stuff like that. That's the vibe that I really started on. Um, right. Now I think, now I, I try to mix, I don't know, I'm not really political or whatever you want to call that vibe. Hey, no, um, you ain't gotta be. Do your thing. Say, say what you, you know. Say. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, I'm not really on that wave now. Like the way I used to write was definitely like stick. Like you know, don't believe the hype. Like <laughs> type. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, shit like that. Now I kind of just vibe. Um, but as far as like how I build my bars or whatever in general, um, yeah, I mean, wordplay is important to me. Huh? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What made the switch? What made you start like that and be like, nah, I'm going here? Was it because that way you wasn't feeling no feeling it no more? Or was it just like, you know what? I'm going to do it my way and my way and I'm good with that. Or was that way your way and you just evolved from it? Yeah, I think it just evolved. Um, I think that was just the vibe I was on back then. Um, and then some of the people I was surrounded with, especially like when I yeah especially when I was like 19 20 or whatever I feel like the people I was around they was on that vibe too like one of my homeboys Vim we man we would all get together and rap and stuff and he was like on that same kind of like you know we rap about hieroglyphs and aliens and like you know <laughs> next level shit yeah 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 and so I think it just I think it just evolved on its own um Cause like I took a I took a big break. I had my son and stuff, and I wrote like poetry and stuff like that while I was pregnant and whatnot. But um, yeah, then I just hey now I just be writing box. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. And then I heard you say about like uh, linking up with your friends, doing stuff like that. And I and it's funny because like having a podcast, that's the best moments for creativity when you with people. You ain't got to worry about judgment, and you just going, going, going. So how important is that in your process of like creativity? your surroundings, who you do it with, where you do it at, how important are those things to creating a vibe for your music or your poetry? Like what, how, how important are those things for you in that sense? Like the, I mean, does, does the, the, I guess what I'm asking is does the space inspire, do you get inspiration from the space or does it matter your, your, you do what you do no matter where you at? Sorry about that. Um, no, you good, you good, you good. <laughs> um, I think, I think it's wherever I'm at. I think I just kind of have to be in the mood or I feel like if anything inspires me, it's more like, you know, I, I usually write to music. So if somebody sends me some fire beats, um, <laughs> yeah. then like I'm inspired no matter where I'm at. I might be like, hey, look, y'all ain't gonna lie about the <laughs> yeah, yeah. beat because I'm feeling it right now. Um, it's other parts of my creative process though that I feel like my friends are super involved in because um, I'm not, like, I'm not a visual person. You good. Sorry. My mom, it's my mom. She's trying to video chat my son. Uh, um, <laughs> I got you. Um, I'm not really a visual person. Like, I can put the words together. And I mean, I can see what I'm saying or whatever. But sometimes, like, when I'm playing music videos or whatever, for example, like, the concepts aren't always there for me. I like to have other people involved in that process um, a lot. I really like that because other people think of stuff that you don't think of. For sure. Um, and then collaborations, I would say. I, I enjoy that as far as like kind of vibing off of somebody else's energy or their influence or whatever. I would say with collaborations, um, 
yeah, I like working with like really creative people and really different people because it's like, ooh, I would have never thought, you know, thought of yeah. it like it's a, heard the beat like that. Um, so I do enjoy that. For sure. Before we get into the, I know we're going to talk about how competitive it is, but I want to tap into that real quick. So I'll use myself first and then I'll explain what I mean. Like I know being in the space of podcasting is really a competitive, you know, they, they call it quote unquote saturated. So a lot of people feel like when you want to collaborate, there's a lot of like, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a lot of like preconceived notions about like competition sometimes, if you understand what I'm saying, like everybody think you can't eat because whatever reason, you know what I'm saying? I don't really get into that. So how is that like collaborating, being in such a competitive field like music? How is that like keeping the energy high and wanting the people around you to eat while you eat and stuff like that? Because you know, it's not like that out here. You feel me? Like people think yeah. that if you like everybody's it's like the crab in the barrel joint so how is that for you like wanting to collaborate with people no matter you know where they're at where you're at like how do you keep that openness and keep the love going when you know it's doggy dog out here right yeah yeah um i feel like in general like a lot of my friends do music as well and i've found like kind of like a group of people um that are also on the scene doing their thing going hard whatever um and we in gen oh my gosh <laughs> we in general um we do really well together we link up put beats on vibe out we might write a track like you know yeah. what i mean it might yeah. be like six of us um mm -hmm. so that that part is easy i feel like in general um i feel like a lot of people i mean i i, know, I do have people that see me however they see me because of like the moves that I make mm -hmm. but I feel like in general most people respect me whether they like my music or not I feel like they respect my hustle and they want to work with me mm -hmm. um and I don't come off like that like I don't mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying I know artists yeah. that do so and I've observed it and it's just so yeah I think I don't really have a problem with that as much because I'm a genuine person, you know what I mean? Oh. Um, so, like, if you fire, you hit me up, I'm going to be like, hey, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Like, hey, that's fire. Like, I need some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's the way it should be, because I, I hate, I, I think for me, it's like, I think I spent now, not now necessarily, but, like, at the beginning when I first started three years ago, it was more so, like, you'll try, when you're the one reaching out, to to get the collabs on the end when you're the starter and you figuring out your skill set and you figuring out what value you bring like a lot of people it's hard for others to see the in my situation see the value you bring when you don't have that big influence yet you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. but as that you know once that influence start going and they see a couple likes here and a couple follows here they're like oh damn like okay we could do something now so that's why i wanted to ask that because it's it's it's, it's petty to me but it, it, it's the world we live in but um yeah the next thing i wanted to ask is uh and i see you put up motivational reels and things like that up a lot how do you stay so competitive in something that's super competitive in an industry that has a lot of creatives has a lot of artists how do you keep that hunger and keep making music keep making videos and not get deterred from the mission knowing that you know everybody's chasing this goal um Honestly, I don't even have like a secret answer for that. I just do, like I just do. So like, I mean, if I want to, I don't know, like it is hard, it's hard for me too. And I feel like people, maybe they don't know that. And that's why I make those videos. Cause it's like, I mean, I got normal human thoughts too, whether I'm posting and dropping videos and performing every weekend, like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I mm -hmm. still overthink things or I may compare myself to somebody, you know, all of that stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, like, it ain't enough for me to stop. And I feel like, you know, things have been going well for me since I started. So it's like, even when I have a moment where I'm like, Ugh, am, yeah. am I going about this the right way? Like, what am I even doing? Like, I'd be yeah. like, well, whatever you're doing is something. <laughs> so you got to keep going. I mean, what, what's going to happen if you stop? Yeah. And that's kind of how I look at it. Like, it's, that's two, it's two ways if you don't ever start. Or if you start and then stop just because it was a little bit hard, I mean, what did you expect to get out of it kind of thing? So sure. I'd be swearing I want it, so I just keep doing it. But I will say this, um, 
I be taking my breaks when I want slash need to, and sure. which doesn't work for everybody. Some people got to stay on go because if they stop, they ain't never going to start back again. For me, though, like, I'll have a period of time where I'm going so hard to where it's yeah. like, oh, every day I'm waking up, eating and drinking and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Planning yeah. something, thinking about something, writing something. Yeah. And it gets exhausting. And sometimes, and I'm, you know, I'm a mom. Like, I got other stuff going on. So. For sure. Yeah, I take my breaks when I need to. Um, and I think for me, that helps. So yeah. when I am ready to jump back in, oh, I'm going hard. So y'all thought y'all thought it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's how I am. I feel that, I feel that, for sure, for sure. So when you when you take those, when you take those, is it like on a feeling when you restart or is it like, I'm gonna give myself this week? Or is it like, I know I need a break whenever I feel like recalibrating and going again, I'm gonna go with those breaks. Cause I do the same thing. Cause like when you burnt, I feel like when you burnt out as a creative, like it's like writer's block. Like you got to step away in order to get it back going. You feel me? And a lot of people don't understand. Like you can keep going, but you're gonna put out shit content or shit music because it's it's not gonna be to the level that you know it could because you burnt. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. with those breaks, is it a time limit or is it a feeling when you know you you've rejuvenated and it's time to get back at it? Um. I think it just depends. Like, I feel like a lot of times when I do take a break, I technically already be knowing what my next move is gonna be. So like, yeah. I might be doing stuff here and there, like listening to beats, writing a little bit, da da da. da. Um, so I'm still probably technically working on something, but I'm not like stressing myself out about it. If I don't listen to no beat today, like it's good. Like I'm good. Like I might just play the game. Like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. But I lost my lost my train of thought, child. <laughs> oh, the breaks, the breaks. <laughs> no, no, you, hey, trust me, you good. Trust me, you good. You're trying to answer these questions, that. and then you just start. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, yeah, are you straight? <laughs> but, but um, I think I usually just kind of oh feel it like all right, that's enough chilling. Like let me do something, or I'll start beating myself up because I'm like, girl. You ain't had nothing. You ain't had no content for real. How long? Stop playing. Yeah. Um, and then I'll just be like, all right. But like I said, nine times out of ten, I was probably working on something. Um, mm -hmm. for example, um, you know, with my book and stuff, I that was me on a break from music. Like I didn't barely post nothing. I ain't I was performing and stuff. Like obviously I'm gonna still do stuff like that. And mm -hmm. I think I had wrote a few features, but I wasn't listening to no beats. I wasn't trying to come up with no bars. Like I was chilling. I just needed to chill. So, but I still was working on something else, but it just wasn't requiring as much of like my attention and my time. Let me ask you before we tap into the book. So I know, I know, I know I keep asking, asking, but the, the more you say stuff, cause I can relate to what you're saying and what, what, what you've been through and going through a lot, being on this side too. So with let's, rap about social media really quickly like you know how powerful it can be you know how crazy it can get in the head you sometimes when you look at it too much well for me let me say where how the influence of social media where does that what kind of factor does that play in your music your musical career is it one of those things like nah you really understand how to work or is one of those things that you use as a tool and you take it as you need because you know that joint can get it's a double-edged sword with that social media so like What's your views on it as far as like in your art artistry and stuff like that, using social media, being on it? Has it helped, hurt? Do you have to take breaks? So on and so forth. Um, I definitely think it has helped. I, in general, like I enjoy it because it's obviously a good way to put yourself out there. You can, you know, share stuff, da, 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 find random people that like you. And yeah. that's great. Um, I think, the more toxic side of it, in my opinion, for just like the way that might affect me at times would have been, you know, in stages where I may be comparing myself to somebody mm -hmm. or as a female artist, it's very obvious um, that in certain ways that people go about stuff and mm -hmm. hey, it's popping and that's cool. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it might not be me, it might not be my vibes. Um, sure. So I think that used to affect me. Um, kind of just more looking at other like female artists seeing what they doing and how it's working but it's like it just depends on how you look at it it's nothing wrong with however people go about you know reaching their success or whatever um but 
I don't know. Anyway, so, but I do like social media. Sometimes I do take breaks because sometimes it's stressful to be like, oh, I got to post today. Like, oh, let me write this caption. Like, yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. So sometimes, yeah, I got to fall back. That's dope. So overall, you don't have to tap into other, other, but like, the rise of female artists in the past, let's say, you know, I'm not gonna go for as far as like, you know, Nicki Minaj started it, you know, some time ago, but there's been like a, like a supercharge here lately. Like, what is that feeling been like when you collaborate with other female artists, being around other female artists and knowing that like that rise is really coming and y'all really getting the attention that y'all deserve because y'all talented. So like, what has that been like being a part of that surge in female artistry? Um, I think it's dope because for one, I mean, yeah, female artists are dope. We, I mean, we're obviously different. We see things from a different perspective than men just in general. So it's like, why would you not want more of that influence on the scene? <laughs> um, and I think just from with my experience, it's been pretty good because a lot of times females in general, regardless of music, just be deciding to hate each other. So, um, you know, there's competition, just being a girl is competition to like a lot of females. So it's like, that's, I don't like that. And I think that's stupid and annoying, but, um, I, like I said, I've had a pretty decent experience working with other female artists for the most part. Like I said, you know, it's people out there, whatever. So I've had a good experience though. And I enjoy it. Like, Cause I'm gonna look at them more like I'm gonna be, you know, you might hear a male artist and like, oh, that's hard, da, 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 da. but like when you listen to another female, since I'm a female artist, I'm gonna be like, oh, like, oh, she came up with this, oh, she thought about it like that, like, oh, she wrote to be like this, like, it's just a different, you know, it's different for sure. I don't know, it's just different. <laughs> I got so it. That's dope, that's dope, though. I understand what you mean because I think from my end, it's the other way around. Like, a lot of times, I think there's a lot of dope female artists, but the reason why I actually like. Like, and I mean this in true transparency, like a lot of your songs has made it to a lot of my playlists is because I don't always relate to everything you hear on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Like for me being a dude, I'm like, yeah, like it's not bad. It's not, it's not like the songs are bad, but it's not something that I'm going to pull up to bumping. You understand what I'm saying? It's just, it's not, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's why I really uh, rock with that. But before we transition to the book, I had it. I wanted to ask this question. What are some of the biggest moments that you've had so far in music? Like, what are some, and it ain't got to be necessarily the world saw it, but like the big moments to you, like the joints where you're like, oh, snap, I'm really, I'm really out here doing this joint. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times we don't celebrate every step of the journey. We only celebrate the big, big things, but we, some people don't know where we started and like how we got to the place that we're at. So what are some of your biggest moments from when you started to now? Um... One of my first moments that for me meant something was actually, it's funny. So like I said, I like really started my solo performances with Carolina Waves. And so like my brother, Red Jones, he was the Carolina Waves ambassador at the time. Um, you know, like I knew who Mira was, but mm-hmm. I, I wasn't on the music scene for one, but I knew who she was because of the radio. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, then I started going to the shows, you know, with him. And so I met her and she, you know, they're really close. So I mean, she, we, I was around her. Did it up. But anyway, I remember being at a show at Emerge and she calls people Lil Ho. Um, so it's just like, and then dear, if she calls you Lil Ho, like you're good, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I remember being at Emerge, RIP to Emerge because COVID. So anyway, I remember COVID being took a lot of things out. Right. And I just remember I was facing the stage and I just remember her coming up behind me and was like, what's up, little hoe? And I turned around and in my head, I was like, oh, we must be friends now. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I was excited about that because like I said, yeah, I was tapping into her shows and that was when I got started and the crowd was lit. Like it was super supportive group of people. So I was just excited in general. Um, but that being said, like my relationship with her has had like helped a lot of other situations um and relationships kind of come about so i just always remember that moment like her being like some little hoe and me being like hey and then after yeah. that yeah, um, other moments honestly like 
Oh, it's a lot of stuff like that, I would say, too. Like, going places and people knowing, like, saying what's up to me and I may or may not know who they are. Yeah, yeah, Or, like, little moments like that where I'd be like, damn, like, you know what I mean? Like, that shit crazy. Because, like, yeah. I would, I, like I said, I was not an on-stage kind of person at all. For sure. Um, so for me to just be going places, like in Charlotte, for example, mm-hmm. and walking into a show and it's people that I don't know, or yeah. even like, you know, influencers that I I might, I may have heard their name, but I wasn't tapped in, but they knew who I was. So I'm like, that's, oh. that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's um, And then the, like probably one of the main bigger things is hearing my song on the radio. Um, yeah, I saw that in your story that, at the time. I'm like, yo, dad, how was that feeling when you heard that Jordan? How was that? And seeing that everybody was, tagging you in, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that had crazy. to be an amazing feeling. It was. And it took me a while to actually hear it. It was like always people tagging me. But yeah. I was like never in the car at the right time or listening to the radio at the uh, at the right time. Yeah. Um, but when I did find, I think uh, I'm one of those people, though, where it's like, I know that it's happening, but maybe it don't register in my head all the way that yeah. it's ha- like, oh, wow, like this is happening. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, for sure. But it felt good. And I've even had, it was somebody that called me one day and I still don't know who it is. And I feel bad. But I didn't want to keep asking him like, wait, who did you say this was? But I had yeah, somebody yeah. call me and be like, hey, me and my mom just heard your song. Da, 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 da. I knew that was you. Da, da, da. And I, yeah, yeah. Just little stuff like that. I'm like, dang, I don't even know who that was. You know what I mean? But that shit was crazy. That's dope. That's dope, though. That's dope, though. So the book, you know, you, you, you've become the author. You, you've written a book. So you came out in the music joint and you said it's crazy. The crazy part is you said earlier in the interview, like you, you stepped back and wrote the book. So where did that inspiration come from to actually sit down and just, you know what? I think this is where I'm gonna go with it. Well, so actually like the content of the book are like poems and quotes and stuff that I've written throughout like the years. So I didn't have to like actually sit sit down and write it. But as far as like putting it together, I had when I wrote all of that stuff, I never intended on putting it out. It was just like me chilling in the room, writing, like writing poems, or I'm in my feelings, I'm sad because I'm in love and this is stupid. You know, just like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, just foolishness. So, um, (laughs) you know, some of that stuff obviously I probably share with my friends at times, but Mm -hmm. I never was sitting there thinking, like, oh, one day I'm gonna make a book, like put together a book. Like, I never intended on that, uh, which is another thing about it that's super dope but i do read um like other books like that like most people know rupi kaur because she's got milk and honey most people have heard of milk and honey um there's a guy named rh sin um black guy he's cool he writes those kind of books too with like quotes and poems um those are two like pretty popular people um and i read their stuff and so i was i don't even know yeah i think i had like went back through all my old notebooks and stuff and was just looking at stuff like dang like I forgot about all this stuff um and I was like I could make a book like I could I could do that um so I was like you know what I'm gonna do it and I did it that and that's dope that's fire (laughs) what so for you and I know this is the thing that I realized about a lot of creative people you you are one of the few like a lot of creative people don't ever and I'm not necessarily talking about money, like materialize their creativity. A lot of creative people are just like creative in their own zone, in their own world, which I know every, all of us still got a hint of that. But like what's your intent with the book? What do you want people to get from it when they read it and when they see the quotes and they see the poems? What what kind of vibe do you want them to feel? What kind of energy do you want them to feel when they're doing that? Um. Well, in general. Or it may not be, is, to... or is it kind of like, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you did. Mm, I mean, in general, mm-hmm. with anything that has anything to do with me, I want people to know that, um, like, I'm just a regular person that just woke up and did it. And so, like, you can do it to whatever it is that you want to do, whether it be writing a book or becoming a music artist or starting a podcast. Like, I don't yeah. care what it is. Like, if you want to do it, you can. That's kind of like my my thing (laughs) Um, because like I said I never intended even when I started performing I didn't necessarily intend for stuff to pick up the way it did um so I was just like whoa like and I feel like it's a lot of people that don't tap in with whatever they're supposed to be doing because of the way society is set up and you know what we think we have to do to be successful and stuff like that um 
So that's like my message just as an artist in general. So it's like when you read my book, just know that I never intended on writing a book and you're holding it in your hand right now. Um, but as far as the actual vibe of the book, it's all love um, stuff. It's like three stages in the book, um, three stages of love, kind of. And so, really, I feel like if you either in love or you done broke up, I mean, hey, <laughs> feel either way it go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other part of it, I guess, is just like, I mean, it is stuff that I wrote that I did indeed mm-hmm. feel or imagine that love would feel like or whatever. So some of the stuff is, I mean, it's not like extremely vulnerable. We all done been heartbroken and in love or whatever, whatever. Um, so it's nothing like too, too vulnerable or personal or whatever, but they my feelings and my thoughts and I wasn't expecting to share them with people so I mean hopefully people just feel it and feel the realness so would you say would you say that's the same foundation of your music too like some of the feelings you've had in life some of the things you experienced and the way you felt about it or is it more so just when you're in your creative stage you do you do your music or is it like most of them are grounded in experiences and feelings you felt most of my music is really just me vibing um it kind of depends like I don't know I think sometimes stuff that I write especially like music is more it's more about like what I like about words and what I like about words is reading them or just hearing them and then them coming to life so especially if I'm writing stuff that's more vibey or more poetic. Um, my intentions are, I like to connect every, I like line, I like all my lines to connect. I like metaphor, like, you know what I mean? Um, I'm a, I know you're going to be like, yo, this is a crazy ass question I'm about to ask, but I got to ask. What? <laughs> how many times or how long does it take for you to record music? Because you do a really good job of enunciating your words while you're rapping. And a lot, I'm like, damn, she like, it like she reading it, but rapping it, but I can hear every word. Like, is that something that you intentionally do? Or you just that locked into the way you want the message to be delivered? Or like, how do you do that? Cause I'm like, damn, she really like, you, do you understand what I mean? Cause a lot of people yeah. <laughs> in music, a lot of people, cause I'm a music head. Like a lot of people shorten words or slightly change how they sound and stuff like that in order to make things rhyme or order, in order to make, uh, make things make sense. But a lot, I'm not saying you've never done it, but I know a lot of times, like when I when I'm listening to you, I'm like, it's like you talking to me because you're actually enunciating your words, but it, it, it doesn't take away from the vibe. So, like, how is that process of recording that? Is it just the way you do it, or is, is it multiple takes, or that's just what comes with it? Oh, I feel like it'd be different for different songs. I'm definitely like multiple takes, especially with more vibey stuff. Like if I'm just spitting like sometimes they'll like more upbeat stuff that's yeah. a little different because it's like you get in there you get them headphones on and you be like oh like you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like, i'm ready to just lay the shit down <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> but um with the vibe and stuff i mean shoot i can't sing child so i'm auto tune shouty and <laughs> sometimes i'll be having to find my little key yeah. um, you know i need <laughs> some training i'm gonna get some training here yeah 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 <laughs> Um, I, I do multiple takes and I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, I'm a stickler. Like, so I'll have people there and I'm like, oh, sound good to me. I'm like, no, nah, I need to do that again. Like if it, I, and I ain't, I ain't saying everything gotta be perfect. Cause I'll be hearing stuff now. Sometimes on some of my songs, like, sheesh, I probably could have redid that part, <laughs> but I gotta fix it if it don't sound right to me. So who the person that bring you down off that? If they, who the person like exhale, chill is good. Or is it just like, if it don't sound right to you, you're not releasing it at all? If it don't sound right to me, I ain't gonna lie. We're gonna be sitting there for a minute and I'm just gonna have to keep doing it. But sometimes if I get in that mode though, I'll go ahead Mm -hmm. and take the song and I'll like, you know, let my friends listen to it, whatever, whatever. Um, And try to figure out what I hate about it. I think I've had a couple situations where it was like a few people that was like, no, for real, like, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, like whatever. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I will overthink stuff too much, so sometimes I just gotta relax and be like, okay, it's fine. How'd you get over that? That's hard for a lot of for a lot of creatives. So like, because I think the thing I admire most about rapping with you now, like you know, like 
the way we met obviously was random. I was like, damn, dope. And then like seeing how down to earth you are. And honestly speaking, like it was nervous the first time. I'm like, yo, what up? Da da da. Because you a lot of people respond in different ways. And I don't judge books by their cover, but you super down to earth, super real. Like, so what is it like? Honestly, being and I and I mean this in the in the dopest way possible, like a very genuine person in a dog eat dog just place. How do you keep that that sense of humor, like overthinking and keeping yourself together in such a thing where thoughts are always coming at you? You know what I mean? Like, how do you handle those things? Um, I guess staying true to yourself. I guess I would say, yeah, honestly, because. I mean, I've had moments, like I said, where especially more towards the beginning of me starting, like where I'm overthinking stuff, or I feel like, oh, I probably need to do this, or I need to make this type of song, or whatever, whatever, um, or oh, I need to carry myself this type of way. But I don't know. Now I'm just comfortable. Um, I'm just comfortable with me and with the competitive stuff. It's just kind of like, I mean, I'm nice. I'm very genuine and stuff like that. But I mean hey the fuck so i don't really <laughs> yeah you know i don't start nothing but at the same time like and then it's like for what though like yeah I'm, that's how i look at like for why are we mad at each other or why are we mad like i don't <laughs> so i just feel like and like i said i feel like the way i carry myself does make more people respect me so i don't really have to worry about it as much um I've had people, I've been in places where somebody was like saying that another artist, oh, she the hardest female out, da, 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 da. somebody I know. Meanwhile, over here, it's like, oh, who you mean, exhale? And meanwhile, I'm standing there like, well, here we go. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Like, why are y'all doing that? I'm not offended. So yeah. like, I've been in those situations where other people are kind of like ruffling feathers. That don't bother me. I, I'm, I mean, you know, everybody likes different music for one anyway, so it doesn't bother me if somebody thinks somebody else is hard. And if that's your friend, you're supposed to think they hard. You know, yeah. I don't care if you think I'm hard. My friends think I'm hard. Like, yeah. And I even had went up to the person and said something afterwards because I think she thought I said something. Um, you mm. see, to this day, we still have kind of like this awkward misunderstanding. And I'm like, well, yeah, I came up to you woman to woman anyway. So <laughs> it don't bother me. It just don't bother me. Like I'm human. So I have thoughts inside my head, but I don't, feel the need to say all of them out loud for one um yeah. I internalize stuff and be like okay why are you feeling like that are you just being jealous hearted or insecure or like what the hell them doing that got to do with you like is that gonna stop you no so you just gotta keep doing it so so for real, for real. no I agree I agree I agree uh and the last thing I want the overthinking part how did you get over that mm-hmm. and I know you say you do it but like how did uh, I'm a, I'm a, I didn't get over the overthinking probably until like the last like eight to nine months because it can be paralyzing sometimes, you know what I'm saying? But like, what did you do or what do you do to make sure like everybody overthinks from time to time, but what do you do to not let it stop you? Because that joint could be critical sometimes. It definitely can. And I've definitely had stuff where it probably took me X amount of time to even put some, even posting a picture. Cause I'm like, Oh, what's the caption on? Like, you know, yeah, yeah. are people going to like the picture? Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's like, it depends on the situation. So sometimes I do have to hit people up and be like, okay, like I'm thinking about this way too hard. Like, mm-hmm. let me talk to you about it real quick. And then they'll say something and I'll be like, all right, but, but on the internal side, once again it just all goes down to like well like how bad do you want it and what what aspect of it are you overthinking because I'll overthink something like stupid like you know what I mean that really doesn't need like there's some things that you may want to overthink like oh I'm about to drop this let me plan this dropout like yeah you might want to overthink that instead of just being like oh here's my music video like but I'll overthink like the smallest thing but it's almost and I'm very I'm a very what's it called reflective person mm-hmm. so whether i if i do something fucked up or whatever it is like i look at myself so when i'm sitting there doing that i'm like you just overthinking because you either scared you acting nervous whatever whatever like stop just yeah. do it and then you also have to realize like what's the worst thing that's gonna happen like a million that's people awesome. don't love it yeah yeah i don't know 
what really what really to to what got me over mine is I realized I'm not I've never been a person that's afraid of no. Like no don't mm. bother me. You feel me? I think I used to overthink stuff I can't control. And when I used to like, you know, if you reaching out to somebody or you're about to go to an event or you about to put yourself out there, whatever manner you you like, I can't control people's reactions. I can't control what they perceive of me. I can't control if they see the value I bring. All those things that I couldn't control used to get in the back of my head, like, no, nah, I don't need to do it. Like, no, nah, I'm not ready yet. And then literally probably about a year and a half ago, I got that one yes that was like, hold on. And then like three months after that, I got the big no, like, hell no, nah, we ain't. And when I realized like the emotion of it really won't that deep, like the the big, the thing that I thought was a huge yes was like this big. And then what I thought was the big no, like the big no was like, oh, that shit don't even matter. And then after that, I just, you know, I just started running it up. But um, to, 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 to your music, I heard you talk about your friends defending you and being in those situations and things of that nature. Um, from a creative standpoint, from a music standpoint, poetry, whatever the case may be, how important is collaborating for you? And not only with other artists, just being able to bounce creativity off of other people or being able to be in those rooms with other people that may be producing music or doing poetry. How important is that for you and your process? Um, I love it, honestly, especially obviously if it's, you know, the right people, but um, yeah. I love it. Like, I like being around creative people in July. I don't care what you do. Like my, I mean, I got friends that sing. I can just sit there and listen to you hum and it just hit different. My friends that paint, like I can just sit there and you just be in the room painting. And like, I don't know, it just, it's, it's weird. Like, I feel like doing art, even if it's just drawing, like, I don't know. I feel like it sends out an energy. Um, yeah, for sure. So that's very important to me and then like I said like I like I like thinking of different stuff that I wasn't gonna think so when you that's what happens when you work with other people you literally get ideas that you would have never ever ever came up with on your own um and I think that's beautiful and I actually have a friend I wonder if I should say this I don't care if I say it because no I'm not gonna say his name uh -huh. he's working on something and it's kind of like the message of his thing that he's working on is it takes a village to create a vibe Damn, and I just think that's when he said that to me I was like sheesh so that's what that yeah. just made me think of like you asking that question like yeah and it does though like when you say like yeah, it, because the best vibes I've ever been a part of it has been like a group type, you know what I'm saying? That 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 that, that that's dope. That's fire. Right. So so, so <laughs> uh, but before I ask my last question, I do want to ask this because you said this before about drops and overthinking drops. As you've dropped, you know, some EPs and things like that, how important are those things to be planned out to like how much thought and planning goes into when you're gonna drop it, how you're gonna drop it, and those things, or is that something that um did you have to learn that did you already come in thinking that or like how was that process when it comes to when you're about to drop a project um I definitely feel like I had to learn um more about it mm -hmm. I think I did okay I think when I'm trying to think like back when I started I think I did pretty good when I started because mm -hmm. you know I was excited so it's like oh I want to talk about this every day and find ways to tell people about it but now of course as I've like gained more knowledge or whatever um I think it's important um because what do we see all the times I mean you got to spend money on this stuff you're spending money to go to the studio to get the cover art or to shoot a video whatever content it is you about to drop like and then you just literally drop it that one day but you don't have nothing lined up mm. then what you're gonna do like so I, I I've done it before I've seen other people do it um unless you just really pop it like you yeah. know what I mean? you can't do that yeah um so I would say it's very important um like even like with my book, um, I mean, like I like I said, I've been working on this since. I mean, the book, it, the book been ready for some months. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I had to sit there and then be like, okay, well, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna drop it? First of all, it was something different than music, so I had to do some research and just see kind of like what people typically do. Um, and that's the same like, well, yeah, the music drops. People need to do research or look up your favorite artist that you think is dope and see how they be rolling stuff out. I was creating my website. I went to look at other people's webs, like, you know, famous people's websites 
just to kind of see like, okay, how does that attract me? What do I want what do I want to make mine look like? Um, you gotta plan yeah. You gotta plan stuff. And it's like so much back end stuff that you can do to where, yeah, it'd be a couple weeks before you run out of stuff to stop posting. For sure. Um, and people's attention spans are this freaking big. So you need to plan it out because you gotta think of ways to like remind people like, oh yeah, this is going on. What uh I'm not gonna okay. I know I keep asking questions. I'm sorry. You're fine. (laughs) What do you feel like? Because I think, and I'm and I'm one of those people. Anytime you drop something, I try my best to share it, put it out there. Because I, I honestly think, you know, this is probably, I don't say this out loud a lot, but like, people that make it to my story, I'm not the type. If people are doing great things, I support them. I'll do things like that. But like, I really are very intentional about people. I think that's like super, super, super dope. You know what I'm saying? So you know, you get a lot of support. You get a lot of love. What do you think helped you get your biggest ripple? I'll say, like, when did it start coming like full on, or was it like a constant bill over the years, or was it something that made it click and you just got this wave of like, oh damn, I'm here. When it comes to support, how was like that build up effect? How was it? Honestly, for me personally, I feel like it happened kind of fast as far as like a surge, maybe because yeah. I but. At the time, I think it was because I just was performing. Mm-hmm. I was performing so much, like multiple times a week or at least almost every, it was like right before COVID. So I was performing at least every weekend. I mean, yeah. all like literally all the time, a lot of times that for a few months, it was like multiple times a week where I'm Raleigh, Durham, Charlotte, Fayetteville, Greensboro, then, you know, a couple other places, like all over the place. And I think that's what, really got people's attention because I came literally out of nowhere like it ain't like I had done music before and put myself out there and they're like oh yeah I remember oh I just they were like what the hell is that um I just popped out (laughs) when I popped out I just was going hard so I feel like it was like a big surge and then throughout the years it just continues to grow because I don't stop for sure dope 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 so coming coming down to the end what 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 are some of the goals for yourself? What can we expect from you in the near future and the far, you know, in the, in the, in the far future, what do you see for yourself and what can people expect from you? Um, people can definitely expect, um, some new music, of course. Um, I'm actually yeah. going to drop a, a long awaited for single, um, Dope. cause it kind of will follow the vibes of my poetry book. So I'm going to drop this single, um, if you know, you know, people that know me from the jump, they know what I'm talking about. So um, I'm going to drop that and I'm trying to do something pretty crazy with that, with the visual. So let's just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then other than that, yeah, I definitely plan on dropping some more music later this year. One day y'all going to get another book. Cooking up, cooking oh, up. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So where can the people find you? How can they support your music? How can they getting into contact with you, support the book, all the above. Everywhere, like, I mean, just Google me, y'all. It's X-H-A-L-T-A-O-P. That's E-X-H-A-L-E-T-A-O-P. Google me. You can find everything, all my social medias, all my music streaming platforms. What else I got? Everything. It'll be right there on Google. I got my website, www.xltaop.com. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what's up, man. So, Millennials versus the world. It's your boy K Dot, man. Man, we got XLTAOP. Appreciate you coming through, man. <laughs> Thank you for having me. For sure, for sure. Millennials, yeah.